now tuned into Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. You're now tuned into Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. Union Square, I was there. Radio. Yo, it's still the great hot bitch. Taz, let's fight. Zah, let's argue. Ball. Radio. J.O.J. Six billion dollars. Bars and hoops radio. Yeah. Uh. Let's get loose. Yo, I number two pencil my bars. When it comes to hoops, I play the four or five with the drive of a guard. Tournaments with hood stars. They paid the ref a couple of yards to throw the game with an offensive charge. On the bench, it was a firing squad. Wasn't having it. They turned the championship to something hazardous. Some players just never made it out. They died by the dots. By the foul line, the empty Glock, the game shot clock. I know ghetto fiasco. Now I'm the truth like the magic lasso. King of the castle. In Queens, I got a team of jackals. LT with the tackle, graffiti on the scaffold. Ball head with my shadow, rocking the giant afro. Big East with the stats, a triple threat. South ball rip through your breast with a pinch of finesse. Before I lay up, I try to bang it on them, rip the net. Bars and hoops, step your game up, we winning. Who got next? What up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and hoops. Still the great. Pop the feeling one. Know what it is. That's where. That's right. Zah, you there. You already know. DJ J.O.J. is on one and two, and we are Bars and Hoops Radio. You know, fellas, man, we got a, a good show today, man. You got a lot to talk about with the uh, NBA playoffs. You know, it's been an exciting playoff. Oh, and, and and a couple shots thrown at my man over there in the LA uniform, but we going to keep it rolling. You know what I mean? We got to. We're going to touch on some of the NFL news. We're going to definitely touch on hip-hop. And we got a special guest in the second hour at 5 o'clock, Mr. E.G. Jackson. So, fellas, man, what's good, man? What's good? Talk about it, man. What y'all think about the playoffs so far, man? What's happening? Uh, all right. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. But it, but at the same time, you know, you can see who's going to be dominant and come out, though. They, the guys are making a game out of it, especially Portland and, and Denver. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, that, that, that turned out to be—that's a goodie. That's a goodie. There's a goodie guys going out there. Four OTs. Yeah, yeah quadruple overtime. That was crazy. Like that. Jesus, since what 1963, we ain't seen quadruple overtime in the playoffs. CJ, 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 alive, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. CJ in a while. CJ McCollum and um definitely um and um, um Rodney Hood stepped up and said, yeah, "Hey, Rodney, I'm so good." <laughs> yeah, Rodney, right? You know what I mean? But um. But let's let's start with the East, man. Boston, Milwaukee, man. Over here, my man Zion was uh, definitely a, a Celtics fan. He predicted that you know the Bucks were winning seven, and it looks like Giannis figured out what the Celtics was actually doing to him, man. So Zion, what's, what's your thoughts on it, man? Right now, the Celtics is down one, one to two, man. What's going on? Um, number one, Kyrie has to shoot better. Uh huh. Four for eighteen ain't going ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Jason Tatum just had his good game, so he's got to be more consistent. Jalen Brown, who I'm very pleased with, caught two helmets on on Giannis so far in the series. So, um, yeah, two. That's right. Yeah, right. Two. He has been a Vic, though. Two. <laughs> Twice. Stephanie was posterized. Twice. Baptized. Your father. Um, <laughs> What worked in the first game, it seemed like they went away from it because, you know, they, they would um 
puts Giannis at the top of the key. He starts to drive. Everybody fries to stop the um stop close the lane. Right. Yeah. They don't do that now. Al Horford moved out the way a couple of times. Just let him have it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they threw they threw Morris on him. Al Horford, as he starts to drive down the lane, moved over, moved out the way when he was supposed to step up and close that lane off. Right. He got off. He got it. If we closed that off, their shooters wasn't getting off. They hit. They hit um twenty threes. And and, and what's so Giannis crazy? had three, three of them. Yeah, Giannis is definitely stepping this game up right before people's eyes. And what's so crazy is that um Kobe basically gave you know Giannis a tip, man. He was like, "Yo, man, you need the steady tape of T Mac and his footwork." You know what I mean? To handle the, what the Celtics are doing against them. Which I think about Kobe coming out and basically giving Giannis some jewels. He's giving them game though. I mean, like, you know, like, study the grace before you. Listen, that's a fact. You, you, first off, team back in the great. Sorry. Oh, right now. I'm not saying this dude. What did he really do? He had a couple great, great years in offense. Dude. That's about it. Talking about study his footwork. His footwork is all of that? Really? T-Mac is unstoppable, yeah, man. When healthy, man. Yeah. That's Kobe. Yeah. Yes. Not buying it. Not buying that one. T Mac was definitely a person. I don't care. Sometimes you got to put dudes in their place. What did he do? Do you think that he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame? No. What did he do? I'm going to keep it real with you. He was a scoring champion a few times, but other than that. Okay. He never made it to the big dance. Never made it to the conference finals. Thank you. So with that being said, that's like my man Triple Double Russell. Uh, yes, what? I send shots all the time. What? AKA Leonardo. What? He's not hurt, man. Russell Westbrook, man. And he he showed that you know he he was probably the problem with OKC, man. That's why KD eventually bounced. But back to that Boston um Milwaukee series, man. You think Kyrie is finally stepping up as a leader, man? What's your thoughts? I, I, I think so. I, I believe so. Yeah, he's he's um watching him out his show when he was mic'd up, watching him on the bench when when guys are coming off the bench, just certain little things he was doing. He's he's trying to play that role. People are still writing him off as good as gone. Um, come July, but um, he's trying right now. I mean, they could go as far as he take them. But we got some young studs there, man. I just wish that um we need another big in that middle, man. Hey, now Hoffa's technically a four. Yeah. Listen, man. I'm 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 happy with what y'all doing with Kyrie right now in North Boston. Of man. course you, you are. Know, set him up nice for New York when he come in. <laughs> give me a great leader fit right in with KD. You know what I mean? New York fans, and, um, man. And, 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 you know, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate the fact that you Boston fans don't really appreciate greatness when it's right before your eyes. Sheesh. You know what I mean? What a but shot. Danny Ainge was just getting out the hospital the other day. They gave a shot all right. Sick, man. Get well, Danny Ainge, man. No, no pun intended, man. But, you know, it is what it is, man. The writers on the wall. Vegas sees it already, but we'll get to that a little bit later. You know what I mean? What's your thoughts on this Philadelphia-Toronto series, man? Philly's up 2-1, and they look like they might have figured out how to uh, deal with um, Toronto and Kawhi. Well, uh, I got, okay, hold up. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We spoke about this before, ladies and gentlemen. 
Your man Lowry over here, Mike Lowry, Sal Lowry. I don't know who it is. Eleven points, solid. One seven point game. One seven point game. Come on, he's looking terrible, dude. And 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 it's like I said before, he wasn't do Bruce. Yeah, maybe this season. That's terrible. Yeah, but it's like I said before, he he have a great season, and when they get to the playoffs, it's the same thing. But and and here we go again. Here we go again. Another situation where we got a player who probably could, you know, be one of the best, one of the better two guards we have in the league as far as shooting. And then when we get to the playoffs, he's non-existent. Y'all tear LeBron up for that. Well, LeBron, say, LeBron oh, you know what? Now nah, he's the best player in the world. Uh, 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 at the end of the day, the man been to the dance. LeBron was. Those dudes never even seen what it looked like to be on the floor. They be on, the, <laughs> they, they be in the skirts like True. this. Look, hey, True. how you doing? LeBron, LeBron was the reason why. "Quote unquote," they never made it past any further. Whenever they played LeBron, they were done. Ain't that was the reason. Now, Braun is not in the East Coast, the Eastern Conference no so, more. So, so what's the excuse now? It's just him. The Rose is not there. Yeah. <laughs> we go. We gonna help him out a little bit. All I know is that Kyle Lowry, Ky, uh, Ky, uh, Kyle Lowry, you need to get it together, bro. Yeah, Kyle Lowry. Tag him on Twitter and tell him pop the beard and one says so. Wow, get it together. <laughs> I don't like to see donuts in the playoffs. You ain't here, listen, uh, man. Get your team together. Especially from an all-star guard. Yeah, obviously, the keys to this series is Joel Embiid and uh, Kawhi Leonard. But Joel Embiid's health has been in question. But it don't even seem like they really need him like that. Uh-oh. He's constantly in and out of the lineup, and they still handle when they business. I don't think it's Joel Embiid. I, I'm going to say it's Ben Simmons. It's Ben Simmons? Kawhi Leonard had the most trouble with Ben Simmons guarding him out of everybody else on that team. He's, he scored at will against Jimmy Butler. He scored at will against um my man from the Clippers, um, Tobias Harris. When Ben Simmons was on him, Ben Simmons was giving him fits because he long. Yeah, Kawhi, didn't Kawhi have 45 games too? Yes, he did. Yeah, sitting here watching that yeah, live. Yeah, like Kawhi, he pretty much is, is unguardable, man. It's not him. Where was he getting like, three? Like Bob oh. said, it's, it, it falls on the it falls on um, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, yeah man. He's not... He's not holding his end of the bargain up. Right now, everything is falling on Kawhi, just like how it was falling on Jamar DeRozan. Listen, at the end of the day, he got Kyle Lowry got to hit an open jump shot. Yeah, Kyle Lowry. There's, 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 listen, you claim you this, you need, you deserve this money. Listen, now you, it's time. And this is where I separate the superstars from people who are just good. And I know y'all sitting there like, yo, how could you say T-Mac? <laughs> Listen, he was just good. Oh, he, he wasn't no star. He had maybe one or two memorable performances. What about the, I, I know the third season, Texas Seth and all of that, he scored. Listen, this at the end of the day, Listen, what do you man. do? And, and tag T-Mac in that too. Shout out to T-Mac though, man. He is a special player. That was a special player. Injuries, man. Injuries. He ended his career. But moving on to the Western Conference, man. Um. Uh, Denver and Portland, man. Right now, Portland is up two one. You know what I mean? Fight. And um, it, it it comes down basically to Jokic and Lillard. Jokic is who's gone? Jokic, who's gone? Though you got your man over there from the Knicks, and it's Cantor over there getting up. Yeah, listen, he's playing with a dislocated shoulder right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shout out to my lady, man, because she was like, "Yo, that guy, the big guy on Denver, he doesn't look like he's in shape." I said, hey, he's the best one on the court right yeah. now. Yeah. He played 65 minutes 65 the other night. 65 minutes. Wow. He can't, a lot of, a lot of he can't guard a fly. 
but but he's killing on that court. Eight to seven feet. Seven feet. Sixty-five. That's a lot. That's a lot to demand from him. Sixty-five yeah. minutes, and he's like, I'm not laying down until the game is over. I yeah. hear that's playoffs. You gotta respect. You gotta go hard or go home. Yeah. I respect that. It's, it's a good long good. fight over there. Though. It's, yeah. it's actually a good. It's actually a good matchup. And besides Jokic. Um, um, Murray is stepping up this year. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. coming into his own. Yep. And um, CJ McCollum finally had a breakout game the other day. And Rodney Hood kind of saved him off the bench mm-hmm. unexpectedly. But here's a here's a shot. And I got to throw this out there because I said it early in the show. Shout the bars and hoops. Give us a call. 516-206-0711. Do you feel like because LeBron James is not in the playoffs, it seems to be more competitive? No. Yeah, we jumping. No. <laughs> That's just a shot. I just wanted to th- send a shot out. Nah, nah. We definitely gonna get to that. Nah, man. nah. Word, man. But um, is Damian Lillard on the same level as Steph Curry now? Y'all think, man? With all of this stuff no. he's doing in the playoffs? No, no. Who's better? I would take Steph. Still, I probably would take Dame. I'm taking Dame, and I think that Dame Lillard is showing exactly why. Like Steph couldn't. Steph wasn't doing that in um in um Golden State. Without Clay Thompson and without Draymond, Lillard is doing this with just McCollum, and sometimes that's even iffy. But most of the time, everything falls on him. Because remember last year I asked y'all, does he make anybody around him better? Yeah. And happy, I was like, yeah, he do. But this year, he showed that he really can carry a team. Look at all the injuries they had. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. CJ McCollum was hurt. Now, um, their big man Nurkic is out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he has to put the team on his back. And right now. He's doing what Russell Westbrook should be doing. And that's why he bust Russell Westbrook's ass yeah. in the last series. And he's a killer. <laughs> he's not afraid. He's not afraid to put that ball in the sky. Um fourth quarter with one minute left. He's gonna shoot, man. He's a killer. He definitely got ice in his veins. He was doing that since rookie year. And I ain't gonna front before the series started, man. I thought that Denver would handle Portland with no problem because of all the injuries, but you know, they came in as the hottest team, but it looked like them um Portland got hot, right? During the playoffs. Yeah, it's like they got a the team rolling everybody. They got, they got a leader, they got, man. Yeah. They got a leader. When you when you got a leader, it's a little different, man. You know, you got they, he's leading them. Yeah. He's not only scoring, he's not only doing he's leading them. That's a fact. And and like you said, like when you think about it, I gotta kinda I gotta kinda backtrack a little bit. You right. Damian Lillard De- Damian Lillard is definitely not I can't it's hard for me to say better. He's it's often to say so better. better, right? But as far as his performance this year, yes, I would say I would say this. With the type of players they are, I would prefer Damian. So you can so not not saying like fundamental wise, we got. I prefer Damian. Oh no, sure. It's hard. Everybody got a good day, so it's because hard to because for shooting wise, I could I, I can't go wrong with neither one. But I'm gonna take Steph. Steph plays great off the ball. He can also handle the ball. Yeah. But he shoot like it's a layup. You saying? I got to pick him up half court. You have to. But, um, he might. He might. And Dame might still make it. And Dame is ice cold, man. Dame but Dame is, he has his off nights though. It's Steph, Steph too. Steph. Steph's last Steph. game was was bad too. But um, which one jump shot you feel the most? Right, Steph, you know, Steph, 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 you know, like when you look, you had to think about it though. You was like, ah, ah, ah. it depends. It depends on which part of the game. I think Steph Curry over. It depends on which part of the game because you want to be technical. Who get the ball at the end of the game and go to state? Not Steph. KD. There you go. Oh, oh, now, 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 you go to Portland. 
who get the ball at the end of the game. Dame Lillard. There right. you go. For sure. But that's the leadership. That's the leaders of the team. You know, they're going to live and die by that. You're going to live and die by KD shooting. You're going to live and die by Dame Lillard shooting, which the Portland Trailblazers have been Yeah, living, but Steph defers to KD. That's your team. So, me and the just brought up something important, like who gets the last shot, whether it's in Golden State or in Portland. What do y'all think about this Portland Go, I mean, um, go to say Houston series, man. Right now, it got very, it got very, it got interesting. very interesting. It got very interesting. James Harden, you know, Mister Dribble, 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 <laughs> Shooter. Yeah. Uh, had himself a game. Hit a couple of clutch threes. They threw Draymond on him to kind of throw him off, right. bump him around a little bit. He poked, he poked him in the eye again. You know. What do y'all get? What do y'all think about the narrative though? That in the beginning of the series, they try to say the referees are setting the tone of the series and it's unfair advantage to Golden State. Y'all believe that? Um, I might. I can say I believe that. What? I can say I believe. You got a call. Oh God! You got a call early in the game. Mars Holmes Radio. Who's this? This is Brian. What's good? Brian, what's good, my brother? How's everything? What's up, y'all? I just wanted to chime in on a couple things. All right, um, go ahead. Shoot, brother. Shoot. First, first thing, homie, that said that T Mac is not great. Like, he's big, but, bro. Get him. Get him. Listen. Get him. Like, you, you, can't, you can't measure everything by rings. Like, if you, if you measure everything by Robert, Orby got more rings than Kareem and Mike. But, 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 wait, Rex, 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 y'all don't tell LeBron up for that, though? What? They'll tell LeBron. Yo, you know, he only, yo, he ain't got as many rings as Jordan. He ain't great, man. Stop. Got a point though, but he just made a great point, man. Yeah, shout out to Brian for that, man. I like yeah, some proper. Great, great point. T-Mac was the man. Yeah, T-Mac was definitely the man, man. What else you got on your plate, bro? Uh, second thing is, um, I want to talk to my man, Jerry. Uh, about this, this fight that happened last night with Canelo. So, oh, Danny yeah. Jacobs came out. I thought it, it looked like a good fight. Danny Jacobs came out and said the rest. So it's wrong. I mean, the, the judges told it wrong. Oh, come That's on. That's the same thing Triple, Triple G said. Um, with Canelo, I see that he improved from the Mayweather fight, but he looked like the same flat-footed fighter. Well, he didn't have to throw much for, for, for Danny Jacobs, though. Like, you know, I think about it. Danny Jacobs had that butter-soft jab. He wasn't committed with the jab. Canelo did what he really wanted. He didn't get robbed. He was getting walked down by Canelo. You know, the footwork that he was trying to do. Like, he's not Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? He's a bigger man. And I felt if he committed to his jab, I was like, why is his coach not telling him to give him that hard jab and, and flatten out? Jacobs kept switching to southpaw. He was doing a lot of fundamental stuff wrong, and he could only blame himself and his team. Yeah, I like. I thought you got you got you got a point there. Like I, I didn't see. I, like watching the fight, I thought it was like a little bit more even than the, the way they told us. But based on what you're saying, like you do have a point. I think yeah. Jacobs. I think Jacobs has um, you know, he he has some spots, but Canelo counterpunching and body shots was hurting him bad. I mean, he was getting walked down as a bigger man. When I'm a judge and I see that you're walking down the bigger man, it's, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be an issue. Right, so we, we definitely gonna get to that punchline segment. Yeah, we're gonna finish up with this. Brian, call back when we get back to that punchline Please, segment. Man, we got y'all had an interesting right, conversation dude. going. Thank we you, appreciate bro. your call, bro. Thank, Thank you. you, bro. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, man. But um Do you think the referees like Scott Fisher are trying to set the games? And a lot of people back in the city days used to say. Dick Lavetta used to try to set, set games for the AKA they called Dick him Nick Lavetta. Lavetta. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Tim, Tim Donahue. Timmy Hardaway used to set that off. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy, man. Uh, um Yeah and no, man. Like like 
a lot of the calls, I think, I think if I want to, the officiators has been terrible, but a lot of the calls have just been crazy. Like I seen, like, dude, if you, you breathed on the stuff, stuff, act like you fell on the floor or something like that. Like, and come I thought on. We have, I it was too obvious. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say, and y'all know how I feel about this, man. This dude, Draymond Green, get away with a lot. That bothers me. Yeah, he do talk a lot. He, he talk a lot. lot. He, he like rush him. reps. Yeah. He stand in reps, personal yeah. space. That's, I don't like yelling, that Yelling, clapping hands and everything. That part I don't right like. Right there. I, I, I right there, that tells me that, that, that they trying to like, okay. It's intimidation fact. Come on, man. You know. I, that I, don't, I can say I don't like. As far as the fact, like, 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 like Tan, the man, eyes up, he, come on. You know what I did notice yesterday? It's Draymond, even though he do be getting away with a lot. Right. He's starting to humble himself now. Because he caught that tech. You remember he caught that tech, I think it was game one. And he looked at um Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr was like, what you want me to do, son? You need to learn how to be quiet. He might be getting close. He might be getting close to get that one to getting that one game. We live. Boss Holmes Radio, who's this? Peace, what's up? Peace, peace, who's this? This is Don Hearn. Out here and watch Oh man, what's going on, my brother? How's everything? Everything's good. It's good, man. You online? Yes, sir. We on live. We on live. Live. You on the air live. What's going on? Chilling, chilling, man. Just, you know, responding to some of the uh, fury that's going on in the NBA playoffs. You know what I mean? What you think about the playoffs right now? Right now, we're talking about, right now we talking about Golden State and Houston, man. What's your thoughts on the game last night? I mean, yeah, what's your thoughts on that game? Well, I, I didn't see too much about it. I mean, it happened pretty much as expected. I mean, Houston's going to go out like in six games, maybe seven games. Six, seven games? I know some people, yeah, some people are talking about five games, but... Uh, I mean, the offense of Houston is pretty good. They're not gonna. They're gonna win one more game. They'll be interested to see if they can pull it out the next game, being that the first game is set. It's their first home game in the city, so we'll see. Hmm. I, I think last night KD showed that he's the best player in the NBA and he's the best player on the Warriors. And I think that the Warriors let them off the hook by KD being so unselfish and giving. St- Steph Curry the opportunity to try to win the game at the end when he should have clearly been taking charge. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? All right. Unless, if KD can show that he's the reason that they, if he can continue playing like he's playing now and show that he's the real reason why they won the championship, then yeah, I would say he's better than he's the leader on that team. But right now, you know, as it stands, Steph is still leading that team. Even though he's been struggling in his playoffs with his jump shot, you know, it, it's kind of up and down. It, it's it's very streaky right now. Yeah, you know I, get I, mean? it. I get it, my brother. You, I get it. You feel me? So it's like, you know, I, I think, you know, the argument was like on Facebook, like, is he the best offensive player ever? Yes. Let's and get my, to that. my answer to that is no, he's not the best offensive ever. I mean, when he like, goes, oh, he doesn't take bad shots. That's all. He, he, what's up? I said, let's all. Go ahead. I agree with you 100%, yeah. brother. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, like, he doesn't take bad shots. You know, we can all agree to that. He doesn't take bad shots. Yeah. He's a very good, I would say, economic shooter. You know what yeah. I mean? He knows his spots. Economic you know, whether it's pick and pop, you know, off the dribble, you know, stand in the corner, shoot the shot. He's very good. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And he knows, and he knows, and he knows how to use 
Appreciate that point, bro. Word, man. You made your point. Well taken. You know what I mean? We definitely gonna yeah, yeah. we gonna argue a little bit more off here, man. But we appreciate the call, man. Oh, appreciate no doubt, no that. Doubt. Right. I was going to Yes, no sir. Doubt. Keep it tuned in, though. Oh, no doubt, no right. doubt. Yes, All sir. Right. Peace. All right. So, yeah. he said a, he he said a couple of things, and like you said, the question of what's the difference between KD and uh, KD then and KD now. What we really need to think about is, like you said, what changed? And I believe it was his mindset. I believe he was Leroy looking for the glow. I believe. And I, I believe when he found it, it was like, it, it was more or less like, I am. You know what I mean? And, and I he's, am right. the greatest. Right, you know what I'm saying? He said, who's the master? He was like, I am. And he, and he believes it, too. Well, he yeah, were. you got a hell of a support cast. I believe it, too. What you, you think, Dad? People don't give KD his credit, man. The man has a hard work, though. He has a complete basketball game. People say he's seven feet, he's six nine. He's six nine. He has a jump shot. He has a handle like a point guard, and he shoot the lights out from mid range. He can post you up down low, and he'll take you downtown. Exactly. That's not the argument. His footwork is about no. The, the point is, is, is he the best scorer that ever. the league has ever seen? No. Mm. Who? Who would you? Who would you say is had a more complete game than Kevin Durant? LeBron got Ooh. a more complete game than no, Kevin Durant. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Kevin Durant. No, no, he doesn't. Here we no, go. He and you don't got you, a better. He don't got a complete game. And Katie don't, 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 don't cry like LeBron. Come on, LeBron don't uh, have a post game. LeBron don't have a post game, and that's always been a knock. He got this big Superman physique. Pumping all them Roy's now. Let me stop. Oh, <laughs> man. LeBron, LeBron doesn't have a post game. He don't have a post game. And he doesn't have a consistent three-point shot at all. No, he doesn't. It's street. And he's suspect at the free throw line. 
He's a great facilitator. Don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. Which, he, Kev, which Kevin Durant is? He, what? He, yeah, he's not. What? He's not. what? He's never averaged more assists than LeBron James. Know, we're not talking about these <laughs> You said, <laughs> you said complete game. Well, assists okay, is a okay. part of the so game. So that's the only thing that, that LeBron has over KD is the assist part. That's it. Court vision. That's very important. That's that's it. It's the. It's you just the, said that he handled the ball it, like a guard, but you but mean like he, he put his head down. He climbed dress with it. He like this. Look, nah, nah, no. He still he still finds <laughs> He still finds. So my point is that he has a mid range game. He has a post game. He has an outside game. You can't stop him. You foul him. He's going to the free throw line. He's making his free throw. Somebody told me earlier, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, All nah. you have to do is hack a shot. And that was it. <laughs> Shoot free throws as he's done. Shout the balls and moves. Give us a call. 516-206-0711 because my man Steels is over here gouging over KD. Yeah, he he already got a mixed jersey. Hey, so that's, that's, that's why he's going hard. That's why he's going hard. He's trying to get K- he trying to sweet he trying to sweet talk KD to get on that E train. Yo, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, is it a done deal? That's the rumor right now. That he's got a short. He got a show at MSG already. Boy, well, y'all next fans going to be so disappointed. Yo, tell KD to give Barla who's a call when you get to the city, man. Because we already got your number one fan sitting right here. Yeah, listen, man, we need listen, somebody man. get him a barber first, the, uh, man. Oh, 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 man. The, the, the odds for went up. Back the, odds, back. the odds of the Knicks winning next year's NBA yeah, championship. I, it's now it's, 16 it's, to 1. It's, it's the reports are getting more frequent. We're going to spend a thousand dollars a day. Hey, we're going to be KD with a velvet do-rag in the brush. Something, oh, man. Oh, my oh, God. Whoa. He need more than that. They said his hands look like the four, like Candlestick Park over there. Yeah, like the Crazy. The reports, the reports, the reports are getting more frequent, and they and they pretty much putting it in concrete that he's going to be in the garden. You know what I mean? I hope he is, but he can't be in New York. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go alive. George Jefferson. I'm gonna go on record and say that it's much needed for it's much needed for Madison Square Garden. What a rush? No, KD. I don't think that he's taking nobody's spot. Teams got room to sign who they want to sign, so that next person is going to get on regardless. And not for nothing. Vince is like the 14th, 15th man on the pitch. Yeah, and man. not for nothing, Agent Zero, he needs to. Listen, you had your time, man. He's in the big three now, right? Not even. <laughs> He's not playing in the big three yet. The agent zero. You need to do something with yourself, brother. Listen, but what he said is true, though. He said, "Listen, man, Vince Carter, appreciate the fact that you can still play basketball. Twenty-two bucks. You, you, you basically taking up a spot because of your name when somebody young and hungry has an opportunity, can have an opportunity." Tag him in and tag pop the oh, beard in one of what I just said, oh, man. He don't want to hear the truth. Agent Zero, 
You got to take that loss, baby. Wow. Stop messing with my man yeah. Vince, baby. So, so we're going to give a clown of the week a little early in the show. Woo! And D'Angelo Russell. Oh, my. Hey, my man J.O.J. sent the report out earlier this week, man. Word. D'Angelo Russell busted at LaGuardia Airport for having greed. I'm going to have to do the screaming I'm going to have to do the screaming game. Boy. Stashed in the Arizona game. They, they said when you unscrew it and yeah. open it, he had the, oh. the, the jaws in there. Like, what are you doing? I'm going to have to do the I'm going to have to do the Stephen A, man. Stay off the Bruh, all that money. The old tricks, man. He tried to hold. He was like, "Yo, I smoke weed. Your daddy smoke weed. Your mama smoke weed." You are not getting. He tried to like really run it into the dirt. Right? Let me tell you something, man. Like, yeah. like, like we was discussing this last night. If you're that ill, you have your connect when you land, man. Yeah. Wherever you go, yeah. but you're not getting nothing on the airplane. But you also yeah. gotta look that he's. And on that note, we gonna go into a. 10 minute mini mix by DJ J.O.J. over there. We'll finish your point, John. What about that? Nah, I just got, I, I want to say that he's shining a light on, on, on uh, marijuana usage in the NBA, though. Because at the same time, you know, everybody's going to say, you know, they be in pain. and the, the, You know, I wonder if the NBA is going to be the, because the NBA been the, the first to release a lot. Like, oh, you know what? We'll let the players do this. We'll let the players do that. I wonder if they're going to be the first to let their players smoke. Right. That's something that made to be seen. That's the main We all know it's going to be a lot of smoke in there once they legalize it in New York. Any yeah, man. But on that note, man, we're going to go into a DJ J.O.J. mini mix, man. Don't forget Barnes and Hoover Radio. The number to call in is 516-206-0711. Stay tuned. J.O.J. on the ones and twos. Howard. What's up? You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's gonna go get it. No kidding, breaking down a switch in front of your building Sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings Last night it was a cold killer You gotta keep the devil in this hole, nigga But you know how it go, nigga I'm front line every time it's on, nigga 100 pro flow, running shoot pro 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul Every few shows, I just buy some new gold Circle got smaller, everybody can't go Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat Then dock that Tulum just to smoke Look, listening to music at the Maya ruins True devotion on the bluest ocean Cruising, my cultural influence even revolution I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse me It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers used to I'm a urban legend, South Central in a certain section. Can't express how I curb detectives. Guesses, evidence of a divine presence. Blessings, held me down at times I seem reckless. Effort, got an L but got an E for effort. Stretched it, dropped him off in the Mojave Desert. Then left me, ain't no answer to these trick questions. Money making nip, straighten out my jewelry on my best dresser. Well known, flick up in jail clothes. Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's till T-shirts. Whatever, nigga, playing chess, not checkers, nigga. 38 special for you clever niggas. See, bro, if you don't 
you ain't living down by the street code Been through all these motions up and down like a seesaw I can never view you as my equal Fuck, I wanna hear your CD default Training for a fight, or I'm batting for a count in the bottom of the ninth. Went from hot Harlem days to cool Hollywood nights, but I'm still on my Harlem shit, not the Hollywood type. Don't Varnell Hill me with your Hollywood talk. I'm trying to get to the yams, fuck a piece, I want it all. Burn marshmallow rappers, turn niggas into smalls. Burn the tip of my blunt and make flames out my thoughts, then I'm gone. Looking at us, they know who we are. They can tell the difference when they see us though. But through the field, check the battle scars. But them homies kicking in and up the park. Oh, ooh, we 
Whoever ain't feeling me, baby, I know my worth And you could put me anywhere on this God's green earth I'ma grind till you see me on a R.I.P. shirt You know, they trying to put us back in the field I know you see it I'm, I'm just trying to give you bars with a powerful meaning I've been a boss, I've been installed in my demeanor That's why I'm putting up a fight like a Mike Katina Getting cake on a daily basis, I'm not a racist I like blacks and Caucasians with green faces Talking money, that's funny, I need a translation Negotiating only gonna lead to an altercation My motivation comes from struggle and pain Simple and plain, this will really drive you insane But my ambition, I hustle flowing all through my veins They be moving foul just to get me out of the game Really be getting technical, homies be moving skeptical Killing everything, I body shit on the regular I be saying whatever I'm feeling like, fuck the president It's evident that what they really fear is black excellence is real looking at us, they know who we are Tell the difference when they see a star. Yeah, through the field, check the battle scars. Yeah, Let them homies kick it in and up the par. Oh, yeah. ooh, we rap caviar. Ooh, ooh, we rap caviar. Ooh, ooh, we rap caviar. I'm a gunshot to these beast things. Can't bring what he bring. Shoes don't fit him. Let me tie up these loose strings. Chessboard too small when you moving like three kings. Alpha and Omega, man, I'm Zeus to the weak links. If the Status quo is all that low. When, when the high tide hit them, where they drown the flow. If lovers a battlefield with sour and hookah smoking, her full of angels with hearts and they wings broken. Racing to the bag, be humble and stay focused. Fake friends be the first ones waiting for you to blow it. I'm smooth as Miguel on stage, but more deadly. I'm trying to turn this fucking Dodge Charger to a Bentley. I'm running through the streets now. I, I'm not jogging to the public. I'm the enemy, but look at where you got us. Footnote. Profit don't matter to a prophet. I don't die for the cause. Just bury me a martyr. I love it. Yeah. New 50. New 50. Uh, Come on. Landon told me it was cool to go to school on a small little bus. Try not to hurt the other kids because I play too rough. I went from shooting spitballs to firing 380s. You can hit, don't lay there, get up, cry, baby. It's the type flow, you end up on the chain game, bro. I heard the one shit, ice pick, punk, she your love, bitch. In the club, puddle full of blood. That's what fucking happens when niggas don't show me love. You hustle, come me up. I serve you at 62 grams of flour on a sunny day. You can get caught in a lead shower. I'm from Southside, you rep with the cornerstone of power. Niggas will kill you for an expo with leathers by Eddie Bauer. I'm strong in the hood, I'm like Hercules. See, I done brought niggas Max and text to squeeze. Tell you now, I shot fired in my direction, Mustin' niggas to kill everything in your section, I'll be that first rap boss that calls a holocaust, from a flight out of town when the shit goes down, you ain't crazy, you ain't crazy, 50 Cent, you ain't crazy, you ain't crazy, your ass better watch what you say, G-Unit in the house now, baby, my soldiers around you try to play me, I am legend, you ain't crazy, your ass better watch what you say, Fat shout to the Kid 50, that nigga Nelson G-Unit. Power 105, Desert Store Radio, 6 to 10 p.m. 
tackle live action. You know what I mean? We got to our punchline segment of the day. You know what Dez Wiz is going to recap some of the happenings in the world of boxing. You know, some of the things that took place last night. You know, first we're going to start off with this oh, whole man. Canelo Alvarez and Danny Jacobs boring fight. But Dez, we'll let you break it down. I'm not going to go with you so yes, it was man. It was only boring because of Danny Jacobs. I'm a Canelo fan and a Jacobs fan, but Danny Jacobs disappointed me a whole lot. And I'm going to tell you why he did. His jab alone made me disappointed. With a guy that has a reach like that and has power, he didn't commit with his jab properly. He flung it and flicked it. He was going south off. You know, when a guy does that, it's two things that's going on. He's trying to be tricky or he doesn't know what to do. And Canelo, in some parts of the fight, he was he was doing whatever he wanted. He was dropping his hands. He was moving his head because he knew that jab was not threatened. I think a third is fear. You're afraid to get, you, you throw the wrong punch and get knocked out. I think he's a, he was afraid of throwing that jab and fully commit. Whenever I see a boxer not fully commit, I believe he's scared. Somebody I, said that fight was great. That fight was trash. I want to say it was great. Danny Jacobs. Danny well, Jacobs. Few, few people said that. You got a guy like Canelo in front of you. And, you know, he does have to be set to punch, but he, he changes. He changes. looks on you. You know, he moves his head. He has a strong jab. You know, and you can't get him to go on the back foot. There's a reason why, you know, Jacobs is trying to throw him off. He can't be, but then he can't back him down because that jab was not there. They were talking about the way Danny Jacobs was throwing his punches. It was like, they was like little soft punches. They was like, like, like he was sparring in the gym or something. Like he wasn't even really hitting him or something. It was just something wasn't right about the way he was fighting last night. Well, I would say it like this. He was trying to, he was trying to open up Canelo, but Canelo's a counter puncher, so. It's, I wouldn't say fear because no fighter is really, in my opinion, truly scared. I think that he is just, he was hesitant because Canelo's body shots were getting to him and Canelo's strong jab. Canelo, Canelo jab hurt you. Even when he fought Mayweather, don't get me wrong, Mayweather outclassed him. But, but, but when I see the time Mayweather got jabbed, Mayweather gave him respect because that jab is thick. And, and, and the thing about it is like Danny Jacobs, to me, Fighting Golovkin is not fighting Canelo. Golovkin is, to me, is a less skilled fighter who doesn't move his head and lacks defense. He's defensively vulnerable. So you can't come with the same blueprint and try to be, you know, as slick as Canelo. A guy with Canelo, you gotta make him respect the jab. You gotta faint him. You gotta keep him from setting and punching. Canelo's gotta be set to punch. So but, when I got it. that fight, still, all of that yeah, being said, yeah, still fighting was, still was trash. Right. Right. You know, what, I mean? you know and, what? And Danny Jacobs, and that's why I wasn't a big Danny Jacobs fan from the gate. I mean, his story was great. He beat cancer, all of that other stuff, but he, to me, he's not, he's okay. And I guess I'm a, a casual fan talking, but he doesn't do anything to me, man. That fight didn't deserve to be on paper. You know what, you know what the problem is? What's that? Hashtag missing Mayweather. Facts. I wouldn't even say Hashtag, start that out there, y'all. Hashtag missing Mayweather. Started here first on Bars and Hoops. Go ahead, yeah. man. I was yeah. talking, I was, you know, I'm gonna say it like this. And Danny Jacobs is probably the more disciplined fighter from New York. But New Yorker I've seen from the past, I look at our fighters of the past, lack discipline. Not just discipline of like lifestyle and eating and everything like that. I'm saying more like discipline as of like, can you fight for who's composure? Even when you fought Peter Quillen, who I felt Danny Jacobs will beat, because you know, like I said, they got history together. They sparred each other in the gym. He can he knows his habits, he, he, he knows how to time him, right? But he still got wild. When they fought, even when they exchanged, he heard Peter Quillen, but he was slugging, he was swinging. Sometimes even in the fight with Canelo, I'm gonna go back to the Canelo fight. He 
started slapping his punches. He started flicking his jab. He started running out of stuff to do. He started going southpaw. Same thing he did with the Lufkin. I don't know why he went southpaw with the Lufkin. When a guy goes southpaw like that, he either doesn't know what to do, or you know he's running out of ideas. He's running out of he's running out of tools to do to, to do with it. That's right, what he's doing with Canelo. When he was fighting um, Gillespie, right? He was hitting him. But I mean, yo, no, no, but I'm saying though, you can see the actual power of him hitting. He was hitting somebody. You can see the actual power. But then when he was going with him, like, like I said, he looked like he was just sparring in the gym. But like one thing that's that's trying to hit him. The Lufkin is not Canelo. Canelo is slick. Canelo moves his head. Canelo, Canelo can make you miss and counter you with a shot immediately. So that's what Danny Jake was worried about because. Canelo can knock you out. See, and from that, any and, position, any and, punch, and that's what I mean. Not fear. Maybe it was such he, a he strong was hesitant, word. He was being hesitant to Canelo's power because he knows the wrong punch. I could be on the canvas. You get, you get hit the you get hit the wrong spot at the wrong time. It's good. It's good night. It's good night. Good night, Ali. And I like good about, night. I like about Canelo too. Also too, you are out. There's two different type of punches. You know what I'm saying? I, I, uh, I, I don't have the most experience in the gym, but. Golovkin has a heavy slow punch, you know yeah. what I'm saying? A lumbering, hard punch. Canelo has power where it's a jolt, but you put his weight behind it, and if it's a punch that you don't see it coming that hurts you. See, Golovkin, you can see him coming. He throws a looping hook. You just don't want to stand in front of him, and you can keep him on balance. You can move on him, but Canelo, see the thing about Canelo, he's on your body. He fakes you the body. He comes up top to the head. He's very tricky. He's more deceiving, so he doesn't have to move too much for Danny Jacobs. He just cut you off. I'm Shout out to my man, Dad. Right, I'm going to say this one more time, Dad. <laughs> if I'm in the gym and I'm boxing a, 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 a big body bag or something, I'm hitting the body bag. I'm like, poop, poop. I'm hitting it, right? Poop, poop. I'm hitting it. So when he was fighting Gallatin, I mean, Gallatin, yeah, when he was fighting him, Danny Jacobs, he was hitting him. You, you just, poop, poop. But then, but poop, poop. is hittable, though. Right. But, but, but what? But then when he was fighting, what, last night? Canelo. It was. Well, he's trying to set up the thing about Canelo Hector's moving, and Canelo has different his different looks. So he's more dangerous to me because you have to understand this too with a counter puncher. And you know me, I'm not on these guys' level, but I'm a counter puncher myself. Right. I want the guy coming rest, uh, uh, reckless. I want him throwing power because he's gonna open himself up for me to hit him. I don't want him sitting back trying to you know size me up, take his time. So I want him coming in throwing power so I can hurt him. Like you said, Danny Jacobs, he took a couple of Canelo's hard shots. Canelo didn't drop him. I don't think he even heard him that fight last night. No, he heard him one time. He heard him a couple times. He heard him body. He heard him one time. Yeah, because he was going through body combinations, body, 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 then the head. But he called Canelo off guard. But you know what? I'm not a fan of Danny Jacobs. Right? I'm not saying I dislike him or don't like him. But as a person that I felt that was as big as that fight was supposed to be, he should have been hitting him. Not no little rap type. <laughs> not, not no yeah, sometimes, sometimes you feel a guy out and touch him, touch him, and he go, it's Mayweather, that's what I'm talking about, Jack, touch him, touch him, touch him, hit him with a hard shot, touch him, you change the rhythm, but the rhythm, he's trying to change the rhythm with Canelo, because Canelo's tricky. Another one thing I'm saying about New York fighters, back to discipline, right. we saw it with Zab, Judah, and Mayweather, start off good, start off strong, stick to the blueprint, but they lose composure, that comes down to discipline mentally, I'm not saying David J was undisciplined, because he's probably the most disciplined, one of the most disciplined in New York, but I see that trend with New York fighters. You know, start off good, real strong, 
everything. We saw it with Mike Tyson. We saw it with many uh, Riddick Balls. We saw it with we saw we saw guys stop being consistent. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, consistency. Let's back up about Mike Tyson. Nah. Okay. Uh oh. Alright, let's back up about Mike Tyson right now. Well, I don't even know why you even talk about Zab Sue the way he got knocked out. I don't dislike Joshua, I just think that he's He's a two-dimensional, he got three punches. I mean, he's a three-punch fighter. I That's mean, it. He's in shape. Hey, he's a three-punch fighter. He got a, a jab, he got a right hand, and a left hook. And, and, and maybe a little sneaky uppercut. That's about the only guy. The thing about it is, I think he'll do better against Ruiz. Ruiz will do better against Joshua than Big Baby because of the fact that um, Ruiz has, I think to me, more stamina. He's a little bit more defensive. He's got more, he's got more abilities than a uh, big baby. And also too, he's a smaller man. He's a little bit lighter than, uh, you know what I'm saying? They both, you know, both of their bodies don't look the most fit. You don't even look like a, a fighter, but he's tough, he'll knock you out. Um, Anthony Joshua has, Anthony Joshua, see the thing about Anthony Joshua yeah. is gonna have to be careful not to get caught and countered on the inside by Ruiz as Ruiz goes to his body and stays there. I think he's very intelligent, I think he's smarter than Big Baby. But shout out to Cheeseburger, no disrespect for him, but I think I think uh, Ruiz is a little bit more smarter, but I feel Anthony Joshua will still beat him. It'll be a UD because of just the height difference and, and Joshua uses jab and his reach. And he's a little bit more in better shape, I, I, I feel. Joshua's in excellent condition. I may not I may not be a fan of him, like I'm not a fan of Klitschko, but I'm not gonna take away from the guy's attributes. He's got power, he's got stamina, and he's disciplined. Yeah. So I see here you talking about boxing training for late starters. Yeah. And the challenges that they face. What do you mean by that? Um, like like I say, being a, I started learning how to box from another martial art at 24, 25. Now, being a late starter is anyone who starts boxing in their late teens to, well, however old, 50, whatever. Anybody after their mid-teens. You know, boxing is a sport where you start very young because you catch on, you learn faster as a kid. A child learns very quick, they absorb everything. What's, what's the ideal age of a starter? Seven. Seven. Seven years old, I would say, is a good age. Seven or six years old, a good year to start boxing. Seven. Maybe even four. Um, because yeah. because the thing about it is that it's a lot of learning. So when you get older, you have life things, and your, your ability to learn becomes slow. Um, so we got guys like um, Bernard Hopkins, Tevin Farmer. These guys are exceptions. Um, Sergio Martinez. Some people are natural. Some people. Tevin Farmer is a boxing natural. You know, you just can't. To me, you just can't teach a guy. You know how to be slick and how to be confident. Um, myself, being able to like. Your recovery is different when you get older. You have a fully mature body, so you don't know what weight class you're in. You know, those are challenges you have as a late starter like me. I've competed in different weight classes. I went up, I went down. You know, um, it's when you're growing, you have a growing body, you know where you stand. Okay, Mayweather started at um, 126, and he ended his career at 154, and then back to 147. So he, he had that development. And you know, so too, like, you make more mistakes when you're a late starter because you're on a crash course of boxing. You either got it now or, or you never got it. Like, um, you know, uh, Rocky Down, down Marciano. Rocky Marciano, late starter as well. He only had a five year career, five or six year career, but he did great things. I mean, people say he fought all men, but to be that a champion, 
and start late in men's boxing is very, 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 very excellent. You know, so the challenges, you know, there are many, there are many challenges, you know, like, you gotta be confident. I tell anybody who start boxing at 30 and they just wanna do a recreation, just let you know, like, you being a champion is very slim to none. Um, not because you may not have skill, but it's very hard to bang an old man. Like, I can be in a gym. Nobody's gonna give me credit for sparring a guy that's a professional and holding my own with two, three fights or whatever. They're not gonna give it to me. And if I hurt somebody, a young prospect, I'm not gonna make money. I'm always gonna be an opponent. So I gotta have a story. There's many factors behind it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's tough. We got, we got about five minutes in before yeah. we have our special invited guest calling on the upcoming phone lines. But you also finished off the boxing segment with the unspoken rule in boxing gym. What's the do's and the don'ts? Like, what do you mean by that? Um, the do's and don'ts is more like, kind of like unspoken rules. Like, for example, like if you're if you are training a client or training a fighter in the gym and you guys are using a ring, um, it's automatic that you give up the ring for guys to spar. You know, um, you see guys standing out of the ring with what headgear and cups on, you get out the ring. You know, um, you don't stand there and be like, well, I'm using this ring. That's just an unspoken rule because you want to keep. It's very political in gyms too. You know what I'm saying? It's like a regular gym. Yeah, you gotta do it over there. Put the four forty fives on. But box is a little worse, and I've been took plates off, and I didn't, I didn't uh, care. Yeah. But um, another thing too is um, what happens is sparring stays in the gym. Like if I knock someone out or I drop someone that's a, like a prospect, there's some you know I might post some videos on myself, but most everybody doesn't have a fight coming up. If I have, if I'm working with someone and they have a fight coming, I wouldn't post no videos. I'd be sparring them and giving them a hard time because then my opponent will pick it up. I love Mayweather. They show what's name getting beat up by um, Mayweather's fighter in the sparring session. Oh, uh, who you talking about? Uh, who got beat up? Who got beat up? Uh, the young kid. <laughs> what they call that in the animal house? Oh, or something uh, like that? Ryan Garcia. Yeah, Ryan Garcia. See, the thing about it is that that wasn't done by Mayweather. That was someone done on the outside. That could have been somebody just being there from the media or whatever. And, you know, things like the McGregor Paulie situation. We don't know if Paulie got into McGregor. McGregor's going to show the parts. To me, that's not, that's violating the code in a certain way because. It's like, this guy's coming to help you and you put it out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not, there's just some unspoken things. Like, um, you know, some things in the gym kind of stay in the gym. Like when it comes to like guys, like when you're, um, like, like some people avoid it from the gym. Like fighters are avoided because some guys put in good work and coaches talk and guys avoid each other fighting. Like, I don't want your guy fighting my guy. But you'll never hear that on the media. You'll never hear that. But like, this guy's too dangerous. Oh, don't want to mess up that bad. Game of thrones, man. It's a case of what happened in such and such days. Your fighter such might get in my fighter's ass. Yeah, I remember. And a fight in cost me millions of dollars. Yeah, I remember Rocky too. When Rocky three, he said, he said, listen, I saw you hit that man. Like I never saw you hit a man before. He just kept coming. He kept coming one, back. One more thing. He's all wrong. One more thing. Yeah, yeah. Rocky four. One more thing. My um, my coach's father used to train this fighter called Bob Stones that used to fight um, he fought Ernie Shavers. Shout out to Ernie Shavers and Bob. Um. Bob Stallings was a little short, dark skinned dude that was um, from Brooklyn. And you know, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's the uncle of one of these um, coaches and leases. And you know, he used to rough up Foreman, he used to rough up Frazier, they he used to give them all hard sparring. And those type of guys are avoided in gym. So that's why nobody said a lot of those type of guys with money. Some guys are just too rough and can cause some prize fighters a lot of money. You know, this the reason why guys like Mike Nunn were avoided and shout out to so Mike Nunn. Yeah. You know, it's, some guys are too slick, some guys hit too hard, you know, and some some sparring guys or 
problems. That's why they don't really become major prospects. Okay, you use that word slick a lot. You know, when you say slick, what do you mean? Like, as far as like tactical in the ring? Or like being stuff? slick, like for example, when I say slick, somebody that's a good counter puncher, someone that's a loser, like a Tyson Fury slick. Like a uh, Mayweather is slick. Is he? A Perno. He got some great footwork. Like Perno Whitaker's slick. Guy that can hit the Bernard Hopkins, like a guy that will, you know what I'm saying, set traps for you, make you walk into it, you know. Gotcha. And like this, not a brawl. Gotcha, gotcha. Coming. So here we go, man, with Dez with the punchline segment, sir. Man. Fight me. So yeah. next up, man, we got my man Easy Jackson, man, on the way in, man, calling in via Baltimore. You know, you know, give us a little insight on who he is, hip hop game in Baltimore, and what's next for him. So he'll be chiming in about the next two minutes, man. But last night, man, this the, you know, before we get into that phone call, I wasn't impressed by that fight, man. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. I was about to pay for it. <laughs> I paid $10 for that. Fury not fighting the 18? Huh? Fury not fighting the 18? I'm not sure. Yeah, he is. He is, right? I'm not sure. I'm not no sure. one cares. Yeah, no one. Wait, Spike Jones. That's why. They got him a body. They got no him a body. They got him a John, though. There's a lot of disappointing people. Boom! I wasn't disappointed. I knew I, I knew Jenny Jacobs was going to lose composure, and I knew that he was going to be going to be inconsistent. I just looked at his past performances. I'm a, I'm a fan, but I just I just know the fight I'm a fan of. I don't know. Uh-oh. Here we go, man. This is out cold, man. You know what I mean? Let's go. Bars and Hoops Radio. Who's this? Yo, what's up, man? Easy Jackson. Easy Jackson. What's going on, my brother? What's good? What's good, bro? Easy. Man, yo, man. First off, man, I want to thank you, man, for even taking the time out to even chop it up with us today, man. You know what I mean? I really appreciate you. This was long overdue. You know what I mean? I should have been had you on here, man. Even up here in person. Yeah, still no doubt. You know, it's a long time coming, man. You're all right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So, before we start, man, just give everybody a little insight on who Easy Jackson is, man, for our listeners out there. Uh, Easy Jackson, I'm an MC, represent Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, also, activist and journalist. You know what I mean? Uh, I do my front, my, my band, Soul Cannon. I'm a front man at Soul Cannon and a solo artist. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Shout out to Soul Cannon, too, man. So easy. When did you get start? When did you really start making music, man? Like I didn't really get your backstory. Like I knew you for a long time, but we never really chopped it up on when you got into making music. Who inspired you? When did you start making music? Um, I, uh, you know, I thought back. Actually, I started back like, like I was probably like eight. I'm talking the poet, my father, singer, and uh, visual artist and poet. So I kind of like grew up in that environment. I didn't, I didn't seriously record anything until I was fourteen. Um, and uh, I'd say I started taking it seriously about about ten years ago. Uh, so that, that's a, that's a short story. <laughs> okay, okay. Who who inspired you? Like coming up, like you know, in New York, we all like to get the Rock Kims, the Nas, all that. Who who inspired you? Like to make music. I mean, you know, for real, I'm a um, I'm a Baltimore boy. But, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Bebo. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Baltimore boy, but uh, but I was born in Washington Heights in New York, and um, and I lived in Lafayette Gardens Projects, okay. in Brooklyn. Uh, 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 let's get it. And, uh, and Lafayette Gardens Projects and Coney Island Projects going up, and what really inspired me was the, the niggas rapping in the park. Um, 
growing up. Like when I lived in Lafayette, in Brooklyn, there was like the Decepticons and stuff around Ooh. there. You know, D sets, yeah, D sets. Yeah, I know about them brothers. Yeah, I was on that A train, turning my head, looking a different way when they came through. I didn't know about them D sets. Was there? Who <laughs> <laughs> you split? But you know, I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? So uh, like, I, I, I got to see, you know, some of them cats get back on, and just watching, watching them freestyle and. Um, you know, just the charisma that they brought with it was always inspiring to me. Coming up, I'd say the top three artists I listened to the most growing up was uh was Black Thought and Black Roots. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nas and Wu Tang. Wu Tang is a huge influence. This is what I'll be uh, saying. They only want to give Wu they proud, but they don't. They, they, they definitely are cops. We yeah. definitely got to, we definitely got to shout them out because in Staten Island they got a street named after them. Yeah, after Ray Paul, after Wu-Tang. Hey, easy, easy. What's going on, man? This is Pop the Bitter one. What's going on over there, bro? How you feeling, man? Hey, man, I'm feeling wonderful. Hey, hey I'm, I'm good. That's good. I wanted to ask you, man, who gave you your first start in the game? Like, who, who, who was the one that you could really say was res not responsible but put you on, put you in a spot where you could really do something? Who, who did that for you? Um, you know, I got I got to shout out my OG, uh, this cat named Wu. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, all cats, O O H. Big O, Big O, Big H. Uh, Wu was part of a group um, here in Baltimore called Brownfish. Um, and Wu, he passed away uh, in 2014, but Wu was like, Wu had, you know, he had the crowd and he, you know what I'm saying, one night asked me, to come to and rock and you know I didn't have to promote the show I didn't have to tell nobody about the show I walked into a, 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 a fucking packed house you know what I'm saying and he was he was that kind of theory that was like you know he needs to raise the people out and he could probably entertain them himself but he was always big on giving us a good look you know what I'm saying like the younger cats that he knew that was killing it you know what I'm saying he would bring us and give us that platform so I would say, you know, I, I would I would definitely say that. I'd also say like some of the promoters in Baltimore I got relationships with and they put me on stage with, you know, some of the big names when they come through Baltimore and so that's always been uh, you know, just being able to navigate and get myself out there, you know, no question. All right, easy. Yeah, look, when we look into a couple of things, obviously you know like Baltimore's on the map now. Y'all on the map. Yeah. As far as like New York scene, we was on the map when hip hop was popping. And even still now it's popping, but now Baltimore is like, you know, we look at y'all like, you know, y'all got a lot of street rappers going on. Who's the live that's yeah. out there right now besides yourself? Who, who's live right now? Who's King Lose, shout out to King Lose too. Hold on, hold on. I can answer yeah, that without yeah, 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 no, big, big shout out to King Lose. Like, King Lose is, uh, King Lose at this point is a respected vet. You know what I mean? But just but just real talk like Glowstone being Baltimore. No what? So, oh Yeah, so like I mean I mean love to him like he no out of Valley, he's doing a thing and no question. so now people people associate him mostly with Cali. I would say in Baltimore you got people I mean, Baltimore niggas are rocking with Van Hunter, Izzy, mm -hmm. President Dayroll, um, Keiko Bang, Young Moose. Mm -hmm. Um Young Moose, uh, rest in peace, little scooter. Uh, 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 you know, 
and then uh, and then there's a lot of alternative uh that my man BDM, as Ali, like on that, you know, kind of left field, not not exactly street rap type shit, but yes. still bringing you bars and 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 live stories and shit like that. So we got a real we got a really healthy scene right here now, right now. Like, as a matter of fact, after I get off with you, I'm going to this festival they had this weekend called the Baltimore Mixtape. Yeah, and I got a, I got a set at 9.30, but all weekend it's just been nothing but talented ass Baltimore acts. So, um, so it's real healthy down here right now. Like, what you know what I'm saying? Listen. The soil is right. No doubt. Nah, yeah. they, they, they yeah. growing over there. Yeah. Yo, what no about Tay Rock, man? The soil is right. Because for a long time, we wasn't, like you said, like for a long time, we weren't noticed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I can remember going to shows in Baltimore where niggas just stand on stage and be like, DC, what's up? You know what I'm saying? So we was disrespected and ignored for years. And I think all that did was create an atmosphere where now we're like, we're like self-contained. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, we're not begging nobody else for good looks. We're not begging to get on nobody else's train. We just kind of like self-sufficient right now, man. Um, and it's just, you know, it's love. Like, it's, I love it, man. I'm so proud of you for me. Nah, I respect that. So I respect that. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, so what about um, Tay Rock? Tay Rock don't make any noise out there because he's a battle rapper. No, nah, Tay Rock is not. Tay Rock is definitely respected. I mean, the battle rap, battle rap is a whole other league. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, but Tay Rock is definitely one of the most respected cats from out here. You know what I'm saying? He's from, he's from Edgewood, but you know what I mean? He represents the area, that's that, that love too, you know what I mean? But, uh, I got but it. yeah, yeah, Tay Rock definitely gets love and respect out here. No doubt, no doubt. So, Easy, what, what are you working on now? What's some of the projects you're working on now? Um, I got I got my third solo project we dropped in on July 20th. It's called Food. And, um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm excited about that. July 20th is a big, that's a big weekend here. We got uh, this huge festival we have called longest running free festival in the country. Um, so that Saturday night, every year I throw an art day after party. This year, Saturday, I'm doing my release show. Um, I just dropped a video called um, Just You know, just a little, you know, freestyle joint, but in the video, you get to kind of follow me around Baltimore a little bit one day. And, um, and uh, yeah, man, I'm just I'm just excited to put this project out on the tour in the fall, um, and uh, you know, just still just still plugging up there, bro. Yeah, and when does that say it one more time? When is that festival again? You said my man wanted to know exactly the date and everything. We might uh, try yeah, to come down there. Our, our, yeah, our weekend, July twentieth. Um, so it's the 19th, 20th, and 21st, but my release is going to be that Saturday, July 20th. Um, yeah, Archie. Well, easy. Uh, listen, let's pop the beer one again. Listen, we're going to need a copy of that. Yo, facts. You already know. We're going to need a copy. And you know, I'm going to send you some music too, because it's been a while. Oh, oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's been um, a while. Matter of fact, I got Lithium got this week, and as soon as that's out, Yep. Hello. Hey. Oh, you know it's easy. Call back. Ah. In the meantime, though, I love to hear fresh. Like it's been so long sometimes since you hear like fresh aspects of music, new talent. I yeah. love it, man. 
Let me tell you one thing, and shop the Bars Boots. Give us a call, 516-206-0711. I love to hear, like, all this grinding, man. That's where hip-hop really, it's really, awful. really started, man. And, and you know what? Even as us doing this, doing our own radio station now, Shock the Bars and Hopes, and even my man Dez over here, he's doing his little the fight game and everything like that. It's always about the grind, man. And I love that. I love that. It's always about the grind. Man. Let's yeah, keep grinding. Being a student of your craft, that's it. You know, and mastering your craft. You know, that's what today in this social media age, that's what we have a problem with. Like that's the social media age. Everybody is faking until you, until you fake it until you make it. Faking until you make it. You know. You know what? I remember watching this one movie, and you know, I know we taking a little bit of time out of this, but. There's a movie called Boiler Room. If you ever get a chance, check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. to my man CJ and Jay. Y'all know who y'all are. The series Seven Stockbrokers who I used to sit there and chill with. They showed me that movie. And the dude said, that was Act a good movie. as if. And when he said it, it, it meant a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Here we go again. Let's get yeah. it. Yeah, we lost you for a second. Yeah, what's up, man? I'm back, my bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened. Alright, nah, that's all good. For real, break it down. That would be, that would be, the natural. We had a large, a big conversation around this topic, man. When Kanye West started having those breakdowns, you and I gave him the benefit of the doubt at first. But do you ever regret openly supporting him at that time? Yo, you know what? I go, I go back and forth with it. Like at first, I did. But then, did you see what uh, did you see what Taylor Swift did when she came out with the fake Beyonce shit? Nah, no. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Taylor came. Oh, that was just the first couple days ago. So it's like, oh, no, I don't know how to call it. Like sometimes I feel, I feel like I feel stupid because stupid. you know he turned around, he turned around, and yeah, he turned around. You know, Kanye a let us, he lift us up and then let us down. Like, yeah, man. But, but I saw the Taylor Swift shit and I was like, man, uh, you're kind of a prophet for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Um, so what's your thoughts on this music as of late, man? Because I started gunning them down because the music as of late, to me, has been trash, man. But it seems like everybody is giving him a pass and it's like he kind of like getting back into our community. With everything he's doing at Coachella and everything, what you think about his music now? I, I mean, I still like his music. I still like his music. I like the bad album he put out. I, I like that shit. I like all the. I like all the new joints. The Bush oh, joint, the Nas joint, Woo. the uh, Deanna Taylor joint. Like I, I wasn't too crazy about the uh, man, um, the um, Pusha T. Nah, nah, the other name. Uh, oh, uh, man, I'm about six, that? Cause he could say that one. Nah, he's the other guy. Nah, Saeed nah, the Prince? Nah, not nah, Saeed. Nah, 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 um, what's his name? Um, Big Sean? Yeah, Big Sean. Ah, yeah, not a fan. I'm good. You know what I mean? Word, so easy. What's, what's your takes on the whole Facebook ban of Minister Farrakhan, man? But they let guys like Alex Jones and this other guy from London who are. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, they got Alex Jones off too. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. out of here, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Since we on that topic, he'll call back. Oh, we can. But 
What y'all thought about that, man? I, I don't like that because um, huh? I don't hear what I got. Nah, we need to hear what you got to say about it. Sweet corn. I don't. I don't like the fact that they they basically did. They put Farrakhan in the same box as you put conspiracy theorists who aren't religious leaders. Them guys are just talking heads on a microphone. They don't move people like Farrakhan. I don't like the term conspiracy theorists. Like, uh, that term was coined by our government to like discredit truth seekers. I don't even like using that word. Um, Farrakhan, the thing about it is, you know, with, with this whole Facebook thing and this whole political correctness, it's just another way to restrict your freedom of speech. Like, you all have a right to say what well, Farrakhan himself has a right to say what he feels. He's not threatening anybody. He's not making terrorist threats. Um, some people don't want to hear certain truths. Um, Barzo's Radio, easy to shoot. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, the phone was going crazy. It's all good. I understand, man. Technical difficulties. But yeah, what Daz was in the middle of giving his thoughts on this whole Farrakhan ban from Facebook. And I kind of wanted to hear your, your, your thoughts on that because I know you get deep into that. You know where we come from. So I know you got a little take on that. What's your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, man. I I, I think it's whack to say fuck him and the con, man. And I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm actually going to start my exodus from Facebook. Ooh. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I get, like, I got a lot of my fans and stuff, you know, follow me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out my social media you know, exodus because for us that, you know, like a lot of the world don't understand who Farrakhan is to us back then. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like Farrakhan, Farrakhan is the reason why many of us believe in ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I was at, I was at the main man march, never seen nothing like that in my entire life before or after. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, you know, I'm anti-Semitic stuff necessarily but at the same time they gotta understand where he's coming from i mean and if they don't fuck him but no to question. say that to say that to say that uh dangerous is clear i mean i mean he's always been known for uplifting the black man and one thing they don't want in america is black man uplifted that's a fact um you know who's dangerous um, the white supremacist groups in this country that are still not labeled as terrorist organizations. Shout out yeah. to Vanilla ISIS, like my man Charlemagne. <laughs> Word, Vanilla ISIS. You know, that, that. And they, um, you know, at the end of the day, this government is fighting tooth and nail not to label the Ku Klux Klan who has murdered thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people, thousands of people, you know, in this country for hundreds of years. You know, they're still yeah. not labeled terrorists. The alt-right, they're not labeled as terrorist organizations. Oh, they're just, you know, political groups. They're not political groups. They're spitting pure hate. Yeah. They're not even about, you know, you know, we had the Black Panthers. Everything was about the preservation of black man, woman, and child. But when we start doing that, oh, we're, we're, we're slack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're throwing dollars behind us quickly talking about killing each other. Oh, facts. Oh, can, can I say something? extremists—that's what they call uh, them. Let, let yeah. me let me shed some light on everybody in this room, uh-huh. including my brother on the, um, on the phone. First off, Facebook is not a government tool. Basically, it's not. It's, 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 a, private. it's, it's, it's a private. It's yeah. a private business. Yeah. So, as a person that owns their private business, they got the right to put whatever they want on there mm-hmm. or whatever they don't yeah. want on there. That's true. Right. So right. now, if you a true follower. 
of Farrakhan and you believe in that man, no Facebook is gonna stop you from listening uh, to that that's man. A fact. That's no, a no, fact. no, 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 no media gonna stop you from going to where he's at to listen to what he's saying. Absolutely. So no, so I'm not gonna be upset with the fact that Facebook put him in that category mm-hmm. to say y'all want one or more. What it is, if you seeking the truth and you really want to know the truth, it's not hard to stop from seeing Farrakhan. Facebook is very, also too, Facebook is very liberal as well too. So a guy like Farrakhan as a liberal business that Facebook is, they're not gonna let, they're not gonna let anyone post anything of him because it's gonna violate, you know, culture and whatever they may consider to be offensive, which is everything Facebook. You yeah. can't even burst on Facebook. Man, now, but the timing of it was crazy. And shout out to my lady because she pointed it out to me this morning, man. Is that, you know, they didn't decide to remove him until after the whole situation with Nipsey. You know what I mean? When he went to California and he started bringing all the gangs and everybody together. Yeah. Peace tree. You know what yeah. I mean? It was a peace tree. Yeah. Like they started making change yep. in California. Now all of a sudden, what he's doing is dangerous. Like he, yeah, he, he, yeah. Of course, yeah. he's Of course, he's yeah. it's, like, he it's dangerous. Yo, when he made that speech on Nipsey Hussle, he didn't say not one derogatory thing about about nothing. Nobody else. What he did, he got on the black community said so we failed. Say, Yo, we fail what's going on. We need to step our game up. Basically, we need to stop with the DS. Yeah. This is what he, well, he's talking to us. To the establishment. Right. That's what they say dangerous. That's dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean we, can, we, can never, we can't ever forget that the prison industrial complex is a money maker for this country. Yes, exactly. Right. And as long as you're encouraging black men and Latino men to not go to jail, you are jeopardizing their money, yeah. therefore you are you are fucking dangerous. That's true really state not. and the mental true health state. and the mental health system that takes young children and uh, profits off of you know giving their parents SSI right. and banking on the pharmaceutical companies. I worked in mental health. I done seen a lot of dirt, yeah. and you know and we're, we're being pimped like like human cattle. Wow. So yeah. so so, e, what's your thoughts on Meeks' um, prison reform movement? What you think about that? What you think about Meek's prison reform movement that he formed with Jay, Robert Kraft, and all these big time sports owners? What you think about that? I'm just, I'm use it, you know, the right way and not just, you know, not just to brag and say he's able to be circles like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some real, some, you know, some real resources to pass down the community, but then also, you know, that you just trying these young brothers on how to. You know how to how to do shit and how to move right. No question. I'm watching. No, <laughs> a lot of people because we got some people in the room that feel that way too. You know what I mean? So you gotta watch, yeah. and that's all you can do is just sit there and watch. And I know we skipped over yeah. one, but what you thought about the whole Nipsey situation, man? Because you know he in the hood, and I know you in the hood, man. You was in the hood a lot, trying to do a yeah. lot in Baltimore, man. What's your thoughts about behind what happened to Nipsey, man? You know, I think I think like it's it's, it's interesting because sometimes we have these heavy losses that just inspire greater leaders. And I think that like it's trying to match. Exactly what we wanted to see. Hip hop artists match. Yeah, you breaking up, E. How's this? Is this better? Yep, I hear you better now. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, I was saying, like, I feel like we represented what we have been called on our, calling on hip-hop artists and rappers to do for a long time. Yes, indeed. And so, I mean, he was really stuck here. So, yeah. 
But I think that his death really like shined a light on what the possibilities are. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question, Easy. And this popped a bit. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like it shines a light on the hood itself? That we, that a lot of times we're doing a lot of senseless stuff that don't need to be done. That we do a lot of stuff to ourselves too. Yep. What you think of that? Yep. Oh, And I'm agree with you too, because I have a lot of friends. I probably, you know, I'm younger than, a little bit younger than some of y'all, but I'm gonna put it there. But you know, I have a lot of friends that were killed by other black men and murdered, you know. Like, and for what? And over drugs, over, over feelings and emotion, kid. Not emotion even like, yo, let's do lift weights and, you know, yeah, yeah. drama, all those good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pardon me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, you heard about? No, you said it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I heard you. I heard you. I think that. I think that if we, I think that if we focus on that, uh huh. You know, see, like, waking up. It's always gonna be some. It's always gonna be some dumb motherfucker that jump up hating and want. You know what I mean? If you shit like that, but the amount of lives that he was affecting, I think we gotta focus on that. And like really focus on, all right, what's the next level? How can we, you know, Nipsey topped what a big and a pop was able to do for their community. So who's the next person that's down? You're breaking up, brother. Can't hear you. You're walking on drugs. Yeah, but you you know what? I got another. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ease, we didn't hear the last yeah, bit of that. Last part. Yeah, no, I was saying if we, we gotta if we focus on the, the things that Nipsey did and the impact that he had more than you know this stupid nigga that just ran up and shot him, like you know we can't keep focusing on that. Like you gotta look at what's the next level. Like Nip beat, you know Nip Nip surpassed people before him. Though. Who's gonna surpass Nip? But yeah. see, you know what? At the in the same breath, and, and trust me, Easy, we're still in the same vein. But I gotta shoot it back and forth with you. It, my problem gotta be. Is that we do that? We go, oh, he was a stupid. Okay, we ain't gotta worry about that. Yo, he took away yeah, but see, a but man see, I from think, his I family. Am, I think, I think, I, but see, I changed my dialogue a few years ago. We don't do that. Like, I don't do that. You don't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, there's, there's people in our community that are doing that. Yeah. And we got, and we got to call them out for who they are and what they doing are. What? We can't keep associating our, ourselves with them. With, yes, with what? With who? But the dudes you know, that's doing the dirt, yeah, the guys that's doing the dirt. The murderers. And, and see, but we can hold, we can hold. Dummies. And not for nothing, and not for nothing easy, I believe right there we on the same page. Because yeah. I believe yeah. the reason a lot of these dudes even survive in the hood is because they hide behind us. The people who exactly. really want to make a difference in, 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 in everyday life of their neighborhoods. But what, I, what, what, I was, what I'm saying is like, I feel like we not shining the light enough on black on black. Uh, I, you know, you know what I'm gonna say like yeah. this: the black on black crime thing. Anybody who live in close proximity to each other is gonna be do crime with each other. That's why I don't like using that terminology. No, no, no offense. No offense. I hate you. But what I'm saying about out being accountable, and not even just with crime. You know, we gotta stop being hypersensitive and, and calling each other haters when we yeah. check each other. Because yes. we need to check each other. We gotta, we, we, gotta, gotta we, we gotta learn. We gotta learn empathy. Like, like yes. we, we just had, we had a violent, we had a violent weekend here in Baltimore. Like. Sure. And then, yeah, yeah, it, it was violent. A, a kid got shot, some other shit. And um, and then, but but next weekend, next weekend we got the ceasefire that we've been that we've been going for almost two years. No doubt. And 
and the mur- murder rate goes down during these trial weekends. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, the work is being done. I think, I think in order for us to really get somewhere, we got to highlight those that are actually doing that nonviolent work that's been doing that work for years. Because we act like people are not doing it, and they have been for years since the 90s. I've been going to stop the violence rally since I was a kid. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? But when they have one, and it's only like 10, 12 people out there, you know what I'm saying? We can't say, oh, we not, you know, we not doing nothing because the shit is happening. Y'all, you know, we just don't show up. Yeah, we don't show up, and we, and we not out here actually talking to gang members talking. Easy, I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna back up what you also said as well. Like, we don't take being your brother's keeper to heart. You know what I'm saying? We don't exactly. check each other. Like even even when I start doing some some stuff, okay? Like I got friends that say, "Yo, son, that's that's not that's not cool." Now I could be sensitive and be like, "Yo, who you talking to? Yo, you think you're better than me? This and this and this." Even right. coming that we also build build black business, black business. But if I go to a business and the customer service is bad, I'm gonna tell you as my friend and be like, "Yo, y'all gotta come on, fix the lady with the attitude at the front desk." Yo, that quality is bad. You represent all of us. And we you don't a see, hater. You a hater because I say. Do better. I said, do better. You represent all of us. But we so low thinking sometimes. We say, oh, you a hater? You want to be like me? Nah, because what you do, you represent me. And what I do, I represent you. And we don't see it. Hey, hey, um, easy. You're easy. I got a question for you. My question is, are you looking for anybody to hand you tracks? Or are you looking for tracks for your next project? Or if anybody wanted to sub- submit material to you, is there anything they can do to reach out to you? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, man. We want easy at gmail.com. I- I'm always, I'm always listening to beats. I'm always open to work with. I love collaborating with different producers and, and shit like that. So for the next project, I'm wide open right now. Like, I, you know, I got this one on my system. I'm ready to start with the next. So, all right, you know. Feels for me beats from like 10 for like 10 years. Man. <laughs> yeah. Word the muffle, word the muffle, man. I got something for you too, man. I got something for you, bro. Word, man. So easy. Just pop it. Yeah. So if that's the case, what's, what's, what's next for you, man? What's next for EZ Jackson? What's next for your movement? What's going on with you? Man, I'm, I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at starting my own label. Yes, indeed. Um, I got, with, with all this talent and Baltimore, man, and I know right now, like, industry that's coming and they sign a cat that's just doing street shit and I got like a whole arsenal of just like eclectic artists, soulful artists, you know what I mean, creative artists that I really want to get behind. I'm getting older so I'm getting to a point where, you know, I'm I'm one step out the way. So I got to be like, you know, another couple projects in me and then that's, that's where I'm trying to go. Alright, easy. Right. One more question and this one coming from the heart right here. Do you feel like hip-hop is a young man's game or do you feel like Oh, like there's an age, there's an age limit in hip hop. Do you feel like once you reach a certain age that you can't you can't do hip hop anymore? Is it looked down upon? And if so, why? No, I feel like I feel like it depends on how you do it. Like I spent a lot of time around jazz cats, man, and and them cats, man, they don't care how old you are. Exactly. It's, it's whether or not you're gonna bring it. You know what I mean? So I I, I spent a lot of time around exactly. jazz cats. So I, I think I might I might be up to twenty you know, years. First, first off, right? Let's let's really make it clear. Hip hop is not a it's an ageless thing. I I am hip hop. I don't just live hip hop. I am hip hop. And then he snaps right. his fingers. You know what I'm I am I am man. You know what I'm let's get it. Let's get it. Now I want you to understand that, man. Yo, 
I was dead from the birth of it. I was dead, you ain't square. Yeah, yo, it's the hot. Yo, but easy, man. What? Give everybody all your information. Like, well, you said you about to be off of Facebook, but where else can people find you, man? Nah, check nah, out no, no, please, nah, don't, don't go off of Facebook. Nah, 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 uh, don't, 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 <laughs> nah, nah, I'm gonna say this, don't get off of Facebook, man, for, for what you do is you use that as a tool, yeah, you use, use that every platform, medium bro. as your tool, as a platform to get to where you right. get to, and then when you reach that, that, that place that you wanted to get to, then you decide to, alright, you know what, I don't like how you move, I don't no longer need you, you out of here, that's how you do it, that's what he at, word, 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 yeah, for sure. Respect that man. Um, otherwise, I'm on, I'm on Instagram at Easy Rider, E Z E W R. Uh, at Easy Rider. Uh, email me if you want easy at Gmail. I got a Patreon page. I just started, so you know. And yeah, but easy, man. Listen, man, the next time you come to New York, hit me like you did last time we was in Brooklyn, man. If you come up this way, man, I'm gonna come and check. Oh, you. yeah, you. Capitalism and racism go together. You heard? Early. What you what what you think, Tiny? I I have to agree with Dez on that one. Dez said it right. Yo, capitalism and who racism runs go the, together. Oh yeah, like like you said. And on top of that, who runs the NFL? I mean, we already know that. I mean, the rest of that. And who NFL. tried who tried to buy a team and they stopped them from buying the team? They did try to buy the uh, the, the buy? Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Did he did, right? No, no, no. no. He tried to buy Florida. No. Trump tried to buy the Buffalo Bills and was denied. Yeah, but then he tried to buy the Carolina Panthers. And he was denied. But 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 I don't know 
Yeah. If he put his bid in, because it was supposed to be Diddy, Steph Curry, Colin Kaepernick also said he was going to get in too. Now here's where here's where Diddy went wrong. Diddy said, "I'm putting my bid in as of right now to buy the Carolina Panthers, and soon and soon as I do that." I'm signing Colin Kaepernick as a starter. Exactly. And once yeah. he said that, I said they'll never go for it. But here, but, but here's a, you know what? When we look at the ownership of the NFL, obviously, yeah, there's something that needs to be talked about. Got, because, right, and, and not for nothing, we don't have any black owners. No, we don't. The Andy, only, only non-white owner is is the Indian cat that owns um, the, the Panthers. The Panthers, that's right. it. Everybody else is the good old boys. And, and this is how they're going to keep them. I don't even know how he got to own the Panthers because he probably had a white face in front. Of him. Probably, let's Pro- go, go probably. He might have. He might have had that face and then brought him out. But um, they go- Yeah, but he's got a white face. But the difference with that is the NFL owners. If if me and you got three billion three billion dollars right now, we want to buy. Let's say the Jets. They have to approve it. Yeah, of course they do. And, and Why? And they have to go to shareholders meetings. Why? Whatever it Why? Means, whatever if, it means if, they have. If you own your team and all of y'all own your team, why do y'all have to say, okay, well, remember, we'll let Zod this? Remember, there's you also know, other shareholders in there, too, that have to vote and win. And not for nothing. I'm speaking on the owners because no, the, the, the share, but you have to still speak the shareholders. Yeah, the shareholders as but, well. But the but, owners are the ones who yeah. have the have the, the main right. say to say, okay, we're gonna we gonna we we approve Zion Dez owning yeah, the yeah, New York Jets. You know what that is? That's that country club. Yeah, the good old boys yeah, club. Good old boys club. That country club that sit around and they you know they had a little meetings and then they be like, yo, you think that they good enough for the club? Yeah, they're gonna keep oh, themselves. Rich. I don't think so. But here's they a, here's don't a, kind of fit our criteria. Here's another situation because it's funny I say you know us us breaking that barrier. Colin Kaepernick, shout the bars and hoops. Give us a call 516-206-0711. Colin Kaepernick had the, he had it. He could have blew the thing wide open. He chose to take the money. What is his legacy now? And did he sell us out? He was bored. Yeah, his boy. I mean, honestly, look, I'll put it like this. I'll put it for my example. I stand on certain principles, right? Yes, sir. And I say, I don't like this about boxing training. Uh-huh. I don't like the patty cake network that all these personal trainers are doing on Instagram. I get bored out by Rumble. Rumble says, yo, we're paying you $1.5 million to be the spokesman of this company. Knowing that they do what everything I don't like, and I take the money. I sold out. Yeah, I sold. I sold. And when you sell your soul, it's not just okay. You know, put your blood on a piece of paper. I've heard from sense. No, I sold my beliefs out. Everything that makes me me. So you, it's not no devil worshiping. Whatever people think it is, it's more like I sold my beliefs out. Come, I sold man. my man. Me, me, myself, coming off of signing a hundred plus million dollar contract, I probably still got a, a good shitload of money left. Um, I might have went to expose it. Because you went to I, I would have went to expose him because it's, it's going to be other players that come into that league. But his, and, his, and and I have a better chance of bringing all this shit to light rather than the players, the brothers in the league, all standing together and just say, "Well, fuck, we're not going to play on Sunday." Then the money. I have the better chance of just saying, "You know what? 
I'm exposed all of you. No, no, when, so, not, when, you, when they give you the money and they, pull, and they got the strings in there and they give you that carrot, that carrot has snares, snares on it. Oh, yeah, and that carrot, and that when, carrot when had that, he could not say, he could not disclose the amount that he was given, and, see, and he could not man, talk man, about man, anything man, of, man, of the case, well, look, details in any sort. Well, look, let me say this, right? Who made Colin Kaepernick the, the leader of the whole thing? Nobody. Well, I'm going to tell you something. No, no, no. I want you to understand something. No, listen. He got quiet. Everybody else got quiet. If he got quiet, where's the other people that was behind him that really feel the same way? Where's their voices at? They got why don't they step up and say something? You know why? You know why? Why? You answer that. Because they ain't get broke off with that check. So and I'm going to keep it on it. It may not even be that, though. I'm going to tell you this. Uh-oh. Shout the pause of who's listening. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. You're getting excited my, over no, there. No, no, no. I'm not getting excited <laughs> because you know what? You know, again, uh -oh. it, to me, it's one of them kind of situations where we don't really hold people accountable for what they do. Right. You know what I mean? We could sit there and bash the, the, the under the underguards, the underguard right. that didn't really get the check the way that Colin Kaepernick did. He was the one. No, no. He was the, listen, heavy is the head that wears the crown. He was the one that decided to say something. But so now all of a sudden, now that they decide to pay, you say nothing? No, no, no. Look, he was the one that had the inside. He was the on. one that had the Pop. right or wrong. He was the one that had something. the court case. Pop. Pop. See, they this, don't want to hear it. Trickery. This is the trickery, the trickery that the media does and the media do, right? Because see, the thing is, you're taking away the big picture on why this whole thing started first. He was kneeling to protest against police brutality. What that mean now? Okay, so now what does he that mean? No, 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 no. See, now you worried, no, pop. You worried about the wrong thing. See, you worried about Colin Kaepernick instead of the real reason why he kneeled in the first place. This is what everybody's problem is. Why are you worried about him getting the check and everything else when the whole big thing was we kneeling because of police You know why? Because, because at the end of the day, they got behind him to be the leader. I'm a, That's why. You know why? They got because behind him to be the leader. He was the one that was that was, that was taking the big yo, step. He was, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me finish this one out. Okay. He was the one that said, yo, you know what? If they stop putting me from playing football, this is the reason why I'm doing what I love, but I love my people. Right or wrong? Ain't turned around and did something totally different. Let me tell you something. Okay, I'm going to jump in the middle of this. Anytime you got anybody who posts as a leader, we, we let's just look through black history and everything like that. Do your own on people, see no. the organizations they're part of, and see if they live by dual oh. principle. And, and, then you, and then you'll get your first, answer. So first, you can't get mad like I get a check. No, no. First off, he wasn't he wasn't even he wasn't a leader at first. What he did, he's a he quarterback. Did, no, no, no. He was listen, a leader already. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what he's he a quarterback. Listen to me. Listen to me. He went on his knee. I mean, he went on his knee to take a stance against police brutality. That's what he believed in. Okay. What made him bigger was the NFL. The because same. the NFL told him if he doesn't stop doing that, you're not going to play. But what's the subconscious message at the back on the back end? Yeah, they won. They won. You know why they like, won? No matter what you stand for, you, you people can be bought. You Thank know? you. Exactly. No, I, 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 I guess what? Many have been bought for 100%. Now, you see what you just said, right? Even though he bought, where's the, everybody else that's following? Where's their voice? They haven't been bought. They have not been bought. That's my point. You don't know. No, no. Colin Kaepernick, all of the stars. Colin Kaepernick all... taking that meeting and, and, and taking this stance. He made people that normally would rock with each other 
not rock with each other. Exactly. Because you start, you start, you kept watching football, right? And they did exactly. So he 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 caused a clear divide within the black community. That's one. Yeah. Right? And then two, it's like yo, you know, you got these people dead to right. You gonna Why back off? Go all the way and still get your back. Back to duality. They threw you a price that you couldn't turn down and took you. Mm-hmm. So on that note, that makes him a sellout. For one, and he can't even talk and about, it. No, can't about it. no difference. Like, because you had the, a chance to expose him, but you wasn't playing no more anyway. They wasn't signing you back. Period. Nah, not at all. You wasn't getting a job. No Steve, I don't back up what you say. And back to, I'm not going to say any specific religious or anything like that, but the religious or institutions that that follow certain people that can't speak on certain things. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and, yeah. and that's another. That, see, it's 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 not just football and athletes. It's happening across the board in our community. We're looking at the little small fry. We're not looking at the bigger picture. Let's instead of attacking Kaepernick, we gotta attack every single aspect and say, yo, this is not right. This ain't this ain't right. You can't speak for the 99. percent He started the whole thing. But there's more Kaepernick's face of it. Yeah, get a whole contract behind that. Yeah. He got a campaign behind it where people can really believe. We got politicians locally that are Kaepernick. We believe in you now. Of course, it's local politicians that are that. And they put their money up for him. Like the power, Bro, they put Nike like put Nike Bro. put their necks on the line, risking yeah. a right. lot of money yeah, exactly. loss. And I agree, and I agree with all y'all because guess what? I don't even the Robert Kraft thing. All these people, I don't. I let's sit back and let's just watch because this conscious black consciousness woke thing is is trending now in corporate America. Everything we do becomes a Nike. If they start playing Kente Claw on on Nike so, shoes on so, all this stuff, so, it's I'm, I'm, yo, listen, I'm so, gonna say this it's business. We got, we got about fifteen minutes uh, left. Okay. We need to get into this, but I think it pissed a couple of y'all off, man. All right. yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to ask Easy this because he was asking all types of questions. But I'm gonna ask y'all how y'all feel about this. China Mac says that Nipsey Hussle's death Choppies. was more powerful than the death of Malcolm X. What's your thoughts on that? China Mac. Chinese. Chinese. I'm going to say this about China Mac, and I don't care what backlash I get. Number one, I don't care if you went to prison. There's a lot of white people that go to prison. Oh, that's right. That's fight. Fight. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. You're around black people in, in, in that in the hood. You saw them in jail. You say the N-word. Whatever it is, we don't talk about Chinese issues. We don't talk about black <laughs> black issues. But also, 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 that's what I'm talking about, yeah, man. We, we have French fries. That's, that's what I'm talking that about. Chinese. That's American, right? They don't even. They don't even eat that. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, let me say this about China back. First off, and nothing, and no, and no disrespect to Nipsey Hussle, but Malcolm X. You, you can't, you can't put this. those two on the same platform at all. Malcolm X, there's a reason why we, we are sitting here for Dr. King and Malcolm X. Malcolm X is a revolutionary. He lost his community, and some people in his organization, and I'm not saying it's fact, but rumor is that set him up to be murdered. CIA it's set him up, man. He was the main one that spoke about, like Jada Kennedy, about the people that are behind the screen, the smoke Chick is, screen. Chick is behind the smoke the screen. He came back to Mecca and talked about the true divide in the world. Oh, you and your square, where you at? So you was there. You was there. Listen, you had all people. Nipsey, I'm going to say something. Nipsey, I'm going to say Like Tupac Shakur and, you know, Jimi Hendrix, just different people. You know what I'm saying? Are musicians. The 
they have some great things going for them, but you cannot compare them to a Malcolm X, a Marcus Garvey. I gotta say this. Not by law shot. There's your 100 percent on spot. Spot on. I gotta say this. He got he got he got accepted. He got accepted by you know some some black people. But they you not you not standing in your community telling your people of your community to treat us equal. Tell them, tell them, motherfucker, stop selling egg. Tell them, stop selling egg rolls. I'm gonna tell you the whole thing. We don't need that. I tell you because I like egg rolls. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them why they don't eat the food that they sell us. Oh, conspiracy. They don't. Let's not give you a black pass. They don't. Tell them why there's never, you never see a food truck, a meat truck in front of a Chinese restaurant. I'm not afraid. I'm gonna say my piece. I'm not afraid of these fighters. I'm not afraid of these soldiers. So I'm not afraid of the rappers. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put that out there. You have no right to talk about. You have no right to talk about the black community. Why they got, why they got more businesses in, in our neighborhoods than us? Yo, coming soon. Desire show coming soon. Y'all getting a preview of what Desire show is going to be like, and y'all gonna love it. I'm telling y'all right now. All right, now let me. I gotta understand this question again. Exactly what China Mac said again. Exactly. China he said Mac. that Nipsey Hussle. Fuck out of here. Yeah, was more powerful and had more of an impact Fuck on the black community than Malcolm X. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a. I, now once I hear the question over again. That's, that's that's not facts. Yeah, all right, that's not facts. Tell China Mac I was 16. <laughs> right, right, yeah, I want that facts. smoke. But, but I will say Nipsey Hussle. I like China Mac music. Well, tell him I want 16 I bars. I want that smoke. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle did make a powerful impact. His death did make a powerful impact, but not as not as, as powerful as not Malcolm X. Malcolm X didn't need a media machine. I gotta say, I gotta say, you know, you know why I made such a pop, and, and you know what? Yeah. I hate to say it because of how senseless it was. Exactly. It, it That's was, why I, it made, made such an impact. impact. It was senseless on somebody silly. that was trying to so do something. Back back with China no, I didn't agree yeah. with a China yeah. No, when I, when I, it wasn't as powerful. Sure. It wasn't as powerful as Malcolm X, but it was a powerful thing because see, you got people that's that's coming together on a street level. You got you got you got the gang members that that was like total straight up enemies coming together to try to make things work. But time, what pissed me off about these, about these rappers too, especially like a China Mac. Yeah. And look, I get they got an image to portray and so forth for media machine and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't give you a black pass because you was a criminal. I don't give you a black pass because you can rap. Oh man, that's you know what? Because you can rap. Because you because because you did some time about saying something around. He yeah, he can rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but like, he can rap. No, he can't. You see the boss grinning. I'm loving these damn women. I let two get in. She tried to let the rest fit in. I'm like, no, nah, love that. I don't give you a pass for that. You have no right to speak on that because you ain't going to check the people in your community. You ain't going down here and be like, well, why you got discriminated against black people? Why, why you got all these ducks hanging in the window? Oh. But no, but I'm saying, like, okay. Why are you right, always right, selling the right, hair? Hold on. Hold on. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, Watch out. Yo, yo. 
We got, we got to get off the ground, fellas. I watched Channel 5. I watched Channel 5. I watched Channel 5 at 3 o'clock back in the days, too. Yeah, 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 yeah I did that, too. Chicken wings? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, so, so, so on the serious note. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stage four back yeah, yeah that's that's bad, man. Shout out to Bushwick. One of the first rap songs I ever really listened to was Ghetto Boys, man. Right. Matter of fact, one of the first rap videos that's I ever saw. Right. My mind's playing tricks. I, right. I, I never, I never, I never listened to to his work like that. But um, I don't wish that on nobody. That's that's one of the toughest cancers to come back from. Yeah. And I wish him all the best. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he yeah, already don't come back. He's already himself because yeah. he said, yo, you got three months. Yeah, I got, he said, I got an album I'm putting out because I want to leave something for my kids and my group go. You know what I mean? He said he's not scared to die because he died already back in 1987 or 1988. 1988. Himself yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he said he's not really worried about that. He just wants to leave a legacy and leave something for his kids when he does pass. Somebody's Remy said she wasn't there. Remy said she was home the whole time. Of course, everybody said they're not. Okay, the situation happened that time. Right, when um, Homegirl, she's up there saying some disrespectful things towards Remy Ma's kids. Right? Like they don't know her her pedigree. She ain't popping on Homegirl in the past. And their particular. Um, of them not liking each other started on Love and Hip Hop when she checked her. Yeah. She said, yo, for you being 411 and you talking too much stuff like the way you're doing, wow. you can't be doing that. You're going to get hemmed up. You're too small to be doing that. Yeah. You're 411. You're not that big. You'll get hemmed up. So stop running up in people's faces yeah, like you're going to do something. She, she, she really checked as an OG yeah. to a young G like, yo, you popping all this mess. And this would make this, the story so much, so much bugged out to me. You popping all this junk, you running up in people's face, you run in your mouth, you get knuckled up, and then you want to run to the police. <laughs> you get Come on, checked. now. Yeah. But that's everybody in the street. That's why so, we got so many informants. So she got her eye tried out, and then she yeah. went to yeah. the police. Yeah. With yeah. the police. And now she, is facing going back to jail for violating parole. I thought she was that, off papers, no, no. though. Not only that, she was about to be off of parole. Yeah. She only had like a month or something wow. just to be off of parole. Yo, wow. but I got to no, say wait this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Where was Pap? Pap is always telling her, yo, no, chill out, man. Yeah, no, but no, yeah, listen, but, yeah, Pap no, was wait, out there yo, rescuing that hairline. Yo, yo, listen. Whoa. Yo. Go ahead, Oh, man. Yo, I'm going to chase him. Go ahead, Tiny. Go ahead, Tiny. Six minutes left, man. After that statement, man, I don't even know what to say. Someone, please. All right, here's the thing, right? Pap probably wasn't even there at the time. And you know, when you say something about somebody else's kids, it's, everything is hands off down. Off the table. Yeah, it's off the table. I, you know what? So what? I'm going to get locked up. But the one thing you're not going to do is disrespect my kids. And you want to talk with your mouth like that? Boop, boop. That's it. She beat up a strawberry shortcake. You like I said, I mean? at the end of the day, they forgot her pedigree, man. Listen, shit. She thought Shorty was still in front of broke out the pocketbook like you think I'm playing. Nah, man. You don't yeah, walk away with that. On this particular show, she, she used to mediate 
This girl used to beef with behind um, Bianca. Uh-huh. They behind Bianca was forming in, in Ali, mm-hmm. and she the same way when Tiny said she she checked her, she checked Bianca too. Yeah, yeah Bianca exactly. crying. Yeah. Whatever went down went down. I we wasn't there, you know. I'm, so. I'm gonna be honest. You know, it's all a legend. Left. Her going to jail is a big deal, and this is what I'm talking about. You're gonna stand there, you're gonna talk that mess, you're gonna take the punch in the eye, and the first thing you do, go to social media, go to the cops. This is what where we at right now. Remy Ma, it's a legend. I hope it's a legend. I hope you stay out, and for the most part, you know how to you know how to check with these little sisters now. This is the generation we live in now, right? Yeah. Like, the dudes, like even dudes on the street, like you fucking dudes talk smack and you beat them up, right. and want you to want to fight in front of their mother. Here's they why they get bored and they get restrained. Here's why Remy Ma situation is is real heavy. Because she's she's a, a rap star. She's out there. She got an image out there, and they like to make example of people that's in that star status. Because if Remy Ma was like a nobody, nobody ever heard of, this wouldn't have never been a story. You understand what I'm saying? It's the fact that who Remy Ma is, that's why this is such a story. But hopefully we see the people that as they look. Not only that, they got all this on camera. They got all this on camera as as homegirl went to go swing first. So, oh, it was a, it was a scene. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Wow, you know what I'm saying? So, hopefully, everything turns out. Two sides, ready, man. Yeah, no drink. Yeah, not even that. The goal would do seven years and come back and do a hit after you just get dropped and then get get put back over there as one of the top ten. They can talk out of that. She did a lot of positive things. Yes. And more news and hip hop, some sad news. Uh-huh. Saw Pepper Fire Cinderella. Oh, what? Sheesh. 30 years later? 30 years later. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Y'all should have done that in 80s. Who? Ooh. Ooh. I'm just now. Cinderella. Cinderella. Who? Because yeah. I've seen them on TV and didn't recognize them one bit. They're like 60 years old. One, oh, one, yeah. one was about 300 pounds, oh, the other oh, one had a new face. I cannot wait to your show, Zah. So Pepper and Spence. <laughs> Saw like pepper on the know. chicken and pan. Let me ask you a question. Why did they fire Cinderella? They didn't really say. I guess it was just creative difficult differences. And the way they and the way they did it. the way they did it was crazy. They gave an email and it was like, "Have a nice life." It's not like they're making no records or money anyway. And, and last but not least, we can't finish the show without saying. Rest in peace to John Singleton. You know what I mean? That's definitely yeah, pivotal role in the hood. Definitely. That boy's in the hood. That's my childhood. Definitely. You know what I mean? Look, they, they, they don't know. They don't show. I don't care what's going on. I got it. I'm glad you mentioned that. Too. I got to yeah. say rest in peace to my cousin. Word. Rest in peace to my cousin. Word. Rest Word, man. So, fellas, here we are, man, to the end of another episode, man. I want to thank y'all. I want to thank Easy Jackson for calling in, man. Definitely, you know, definitely. Drop a few times. We still had a great interview, man. Want to shout out the team here, Bars and Hoops Radio. Pop the bed in one. No, that's where. Like me, Tiny, aka Square. You already know. And DJ Channel Channel ones and twos, man. We want to tell y'all peace, man. And don't forget to check us out every week, every Sunday, two o'clock. I mean, four o'clock to six o'clock. Catch the repeats on BarsandHoopsRadio.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Facebook. Subscribe to the uh, Instagram. Instagram. Subscribe subscribe to Tumblr. Subscribe to Twitter at Bars and Hoops. That's B-A-R-S-A-N-D-H-O-O-P-S. Stills the great. Bars and Hoops Radio. Rest the team.
Pop the bearded one, yeah. know it. That's where. Let's fight. Tiny, Tiny AKA, you was square. You was square. Zy Blair. Cheat up. DJ JLJ on one of the twos, and we out. Babe, babe. Don't die, little bitch.